This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started on Monday, and that theme is the ways of God. And we started by reading, and we think we should do it again today, Exodus 33, beginning at verse 12. Because this is the starting point to understand the difference between knowing God through his ways or just recognizing who God is through his acts. All right, Exodus 33, beginning of verse 12. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, thou dost say to me, Bring up this people. But thou thyself hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Moreover, thou hast said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy sight, let me know thy ways, that I may know thee, so that I might find favor in thy sight. Consider, too, that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to me, If thy presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. Verse 16, For how then can it be, Known that I have found favor in thy sight, I and thy people, is it not by thy going with us, so that we, I and thy people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing of which you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I have known you by name." God's answer to Moses' request to know his ways was, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. We then looked to Psalm 103, verse 7, which says, He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. Two different ways to relate to God, either by acknowledging his acts, which are miraculous, but there's a deeper, more intimate way. And that is, he made his known ways to Moses. And in this day and age, we need to know the ways of God. And we spoke about the fact that there were many miraculous events that took place in the wilderness. And yet, of all the people that left the land of Egypt, only two, Joshua and Caleb, were able to enter into the land. So the acts did not change the hearts of these people. So, also... Before verse 12, obviously, comes 11 in Exodus 33. And there's a key here, because that verse says, 
The Lord spoke to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. That is intimacy. The word for Hebrew for way is direct. It means a mode of action or a course of life. In Greek, it means a road, a progress. In other words, the way or the ways of God really refer to a way of life that will determine your behavior and actions. We looked at Psalm 25, verses 4 and 5. Make me to know thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Verse 8 in Psalm 25. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. We read from Psalm 27, 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a level path. Psalm 25, 12 again. Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. So we need a healthy fear of God, a reverence for the Lord. And if we fear the Lord, he will instruct us in the way he should choose. Haggai 1, 5 says, consider your ways. In other words, in Hebrew, that really means set your heart on your ways. Two times in Jeremiah, we read, amend your ways. And in Psalm 18, verse 30, it says, as for God, his way is perfect. So one of the distinguishing characteristics of a believer should be that we seek God's ways and not our own. And especially in this generation, Shelley, when same-sex marriage, when uh, there are laws being passed that go against God's way, and God's word. It's so important because people are compromising and churches are compromising and loving the Lord and knowing his way according to his scripture. What is sin in his sight? How one is lost and then how one is redeemed. For all listeners, I pray that you would do Anything that you choose in the way of God. And if you know that it's not his way, you would not choose to do it. And we see this in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, and Proverbs chapter 16, verse 25. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And so when we live in sin, when we choose to do things that are not God's way, the end of that is death. That's really powerful, June. Uh, When we go to Psalm 119, verse 59, carrying the same thought, the Word of God says, I thought about my ways and turned my feet to your testimonies. You know, Jenny, I think we see a New Testament example of that. In Luke chapter 15, regarding the prodigal son, we know that he chose his own way. His own way was to go to his father. And it says in in chapter 15, verse 11 and 12 in Luke, And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. And he divided his wealth between them. And not many days later... The younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. So this was the way that this young son chose to follow. And again, we see throughout that story, I don't want to go through all the details, is 
he began to be in need. I trust you know the story. And when you go down to verse 16, the word says, And he was longing to fill his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating, and no one was giving anything to him. But when he came to himself, another version says, but when he came to his senses. In other words, he realized that his way was really the way of death. And so he came to himself, and it says, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread? But I am dying here with hunger. In other words, if he was staying there, he could have physically died. But he came to himself, and what happened? He went back to his father's house. He chose the way of God. He chose to go back to the way he was brought up, the foundations of the faith. And he came to his senses and he came back to where he should be. And you know, Shelley, uh, within that parable, it talks about the son who didn't think he was worthy any longer to be his father's son. He went back. His father ran to meet him, but he thought he would be a servant in his father's house. But when his father saw him returning, he had... um, an animal slaughtered and made a great celebration and a party for this one who turned back to the father's house. And his brother, who was always with the father, got jealous and wondered why the father never made a party for him. And the father said, you were, excuse me, with me always. And this is really a picture of what happens when we turn away from the ways of God. It's really true. And the son who was the prodigal who went and ate and drank with street people and uh, took drugs and, and lived loosely, but he spent all that his father had given to him. So I really think it's a lesson for you and me and for every one of our listeners that we would be mindful to the word of God and the ways of God. And in this generation, it's so difficult because you can always find a counselor or a church or people that might agree with you if you're living um, sexually together with someone not married, if you decide that you want to marry someone from your own sex. There are so many things that are against God's ways. So how do we know God's ways, Shelley? Only through the Spirit of God and the Word of God. And I just encourage every listener, especially if someone is struggling in your life with drugs, with sexual problems, that you would cry out to God and go to his word and ask him to teach you his ways through the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. And I will pray that every listener will take heed to the ways of God and ask the Lord to deliver you and help you to live a holy, righteous life before him because it is by his grace that you are saved and he desires to pour out that grace upon you. Really, as we conclude, Juni, it's good to listen to Proverbs 16, verse 3. 
Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. In other words, when we commit ourselves to the Lord, he will establish our ways. Can you answer something for me, Shelley, that if someone's work is not of God and um, they're really believing that it is, how can the Lord uh, direct them? How can he teach them? You know, I think one way, Junie, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow, is that peace is one of the indications that we're in the ways of God. Remember, God's answer to Moses in Exodus 33 was, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I will give you shalom. And then it says, as we conclude today in Psalm 37, 5, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And then two verses later, it says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Rest in peace, I believe. Uh, it's, it's kind of the, the indication that you're in the, in the work of God and in the way of God, rather than choosing your own way. Uh, and let's continue this thing tomorrow. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you that there's man's way, but there's a higher way. And that higher way is God's way. And may we all choose to do things God's way. May we seek your will and may your presence be with us. And let the peace of God, which passes understanding, be the indication that we were in the ways of God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box. 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 And you can also contact them on their website ShellyandJuneVolk.com That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com Until next time The Lord bless thee and keep thee The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.